Welcome to Wide Left Sports, and today I am joined by a friend of mine who was the West High kicker and also a kicker at University of Jamestown Jimmy's, Grant Lindy. How are you doing today, Grant? Hey, doing good, man. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So what are you up to now that you've graduated college and in adult life? <laughs> sure. Um, working for the family business. So I'm down in uh, West Yellowstone in the summer working KOAs. Um, back here in the winter, just kind of taking reservations and hanging out for the next couple months before I head back down there in April. Oh, awesome. So what all do you do with that? I mean, I, I knew your family had KOAs, but what all do you do with that? So mostly I'm just kind of front desk and store manager. I just do a lot of the checking folks in, making sure everything runs smooth that way, but kind of we're doing a bunch of expanding. So getting into that as well. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. So how did you get recruited to Jamestown? So Jamestown was interesting. My, both of my grandparents went there. My grandpa and grandma met there. So kind of had a link to them. Um, the recruiting process for kickers is really weird. Uh, it's kind of one of those, they, they, they talk to you a lot. They, you know, they'll send you messages and whatnot, but no one's super firm on recruiting. And Jamestown was kind of, I mean, they were after me. They knew I wanted to go there. They knew I could play football and be in band and choir there. So, um, they kind of had the advantage there. And then kind of when U of M and MSU both turned me down scholarship wise and said, we'll have you on as a, as a walk on, I figured probably, yeah, I figured I'd go to Jamestown and uh, free college and whatnot. So that was pretty cool. Oh, definitely. So I, of course, was in choir with you. Mm -hmm. And then if I remember right in band, you played dang near every instrument. So every what instruments did you play? So uh, brass mostly. So tuba and trumpet are my main two. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I think you were playing drums one game. And it was just like you were playing a little bit of everything. Yeah, you know, and they give you a license to mess around like that. And you, you do take it. But, yeah. <laughs> and then I have to ask, so there was one game, I think it might have, well, I know it was a West basketball game at least. Yeah. You had gold sequin shorts. Yes, my disco shorts, yeah. Yeah. What was the story behind those? How did those get created? And why did you wear those out in public? <laughs> uh, you know, it's one of those, I saw them online one day. And I'm like, yep, I'm buying those bottom. And I was like, those are my pep band shorts. I wore them. Probably think I got them sophomore year, I want to say. And I wore them for every pep band game. And then passed them on. Both my brothers wore them. So, <laughs> it went through so now it's just a family thing. Yeah, you know, it's just an heirloom at this point. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. I remember seeing him like, oh, my God, what? He has to have so much confidence to wear those things. Yeah, you know, if you, when you look good, you play good, so. Oh, there you go. That's always a good way to look at it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so how did you get into being a kicker? Because that's oftentimes not a position that you're doing in like fourth and fifth grade. You know, it's yeah. something that you kind of transition into. Sure. Well, I, uh, I didn't actually play football until eighth grade. So I never played little guy and stuff. I just played soccer all the time. Um, so it's kind of one of those, I, it's one of those special skills. Like, Hey, you know, I can kick a football. I might as well try it. Actually eighth grade, they wouldn't even let me kick. I was too heavy. I had to block. So, <laughs> but kind of freshman year is when I started kicking and, you know, I figured out I was good at it. I played varsity that one game freshman year and kind of it all went off from there. Um, Cause I've, I wanted to play, I played tight end and linebacker. Um, mm -hmm 
kind of most of the time I really like playing tight end and H back and stuff. And then I hit that game. I hit a game winner against Talena High junior year and they next game they're like, Yeah, you're not playing anything other than kicker. So <laughs> they, they wouldn't even let me punt anymore. Really? Yeah. They're like, no, you're too valuable. You have to, you know, we, we're gonna hold you back. So from about the third second or third week junior year, all I did was kick. Wow, that's that's awesome. Yeah. So what was your most memorable kick that you had in high school and then also in college? Sure. Most in high school, it's got to be the game winner against Helena high. Um, it was tied 28, 28. We came down with 20 seconds left and uh, it was originally left hash 32 yards, but like Austin spring didn't get out there in time. So we had to take a five yard penalty to move her back, but hit it from 37. We ended up winning that game. That's probably, that's one of the two. The other one, weird one was against uh god i want to say cmr that same year but we came down and ty webb scored with scored a game-winning touchdown with like 10 seconds left or five seconds left or something and they uh they got hit with an excessive celebration penalty so the kickoff was off the 20 and i hit the picture perfect squib like it went like 20 yards and just shot in the air and we won the game off that well not we didn't win it but sealed it (laughs) and then probably most memorable one in college was my first ever field goal in college was a 47 yarder kind of as as half expired that was the longest field goal i hit in college so but nice so 47 was your farthest in college what was your farthest in high school? I, me and Sean Couts one day were messing around at practice and I hit a 63 yarder with like a 40 mile an hour tailwind behind me. Wow. <laughs> but I think high school, my longest is like 44 or 45. Oh, that's not bad. That's really good, actually. Yeah. Awesome. I would, one of those, I wish we would have kicked more field goals in high school, but. Yeah, especially West in that point. It was pretty, oh, it was, you know, th- throw it down the field and score a touchdown. Right, or it was like, oh, let's go ahead and go for it on fourth and goal off our 20 because we got to let some people play. But, eh, other yeah. than that. Hey, you can only go 0-10 once. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, speaking of 0-10, what was it like to play under Paul Claybo? Because, I mean, he's a pretty big, you know – legend in the state of Montana for football coaching yeah he's one of those guys where I mean he was mythical coming in almost like you heard so many stories like I had a neighbor across the street that was on the 05 team Mm -hmm. won state championships I heard all the stories about him and he was he's more laid back than probably people say or probably you know think um I like Claybo a lot Claybo didn't really talk to me because you know I'm a kicker but um (laughs) I know the guys liked him. I liked his speeches. I thought he, you know, he was a good coach and everything, but when you go 0 and 10 and the wheels fall off the wagon, there's really nothing. Uh, yeah. That was pretty rough. Boy, that was, that's, that's the most depressing 10 weeks of my life. Yeah. I know. Even I went to every game, my freshman, sophomore and junior year. And I stopped going to senior year. I was just like, Oh, this is rough. I don't blame you. I don't yeah. Blame. It, it's not like we were even in a lot of those games. I think we were only like a game against Missoula Sentinel at Missoula was the only one we were like kind of in. 
but yeah, no, it was rough. Yeah. Sure. But so then who was your um special teams coach? Was it Coach Hackathorn at that point? Yeah, it was Hackathorn. Um he did a lot of the special teams. It was kind of cool because he actually he punted in college. So he yeah. He did he punted and kicked off. So at least you know, I got kind of some instruction on that and um his schemes were always pretty solid. Um, kind of senior year when they figured out we could just kick into the end zone every time that kind of all the kickoff coverage went out the window. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nice when you can just kick it out there, right? Yeah, I led the state in touchbacks senior year, so. Hey, there you go. Yeah, I mean, they can't beat you down the field if you're kicking it in the end zone. <laughs> right. They'll just have to score on us from the 25 instead of, you know, <laughs> running it back. The defense will actually have to get out there. Dang it. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Yeah, so I got lucky on that. I mean, Hecathorn, he, he his uh, kickoff steps. He taught me how to do kickoff, um, like the step back and everything. He instead of just counting steps, he taught me just go back ten yards. That way, it's the same uh, steps and yardage every time. I think that was the. I used that all the way from like sophomore year on. That was like the, um, the cornerstone of how I did kickoffs. So, oh wow. So yeah. run me through a practice for kickers. Cause I mean, I I've always heard they're very um, easy. I know they're not, but run me through what a practice was like for you. Uh, whoever told you kicker practices are not easy is lying to you. Cause they are <laughs> so easy in high school. It was kind of, I, we didn't do special teams until the day before. So I, I mean, I'd come out with the team. We do, you know, warm up, do all the stretches with everybody like normal. And then it's a lot of just kind of when they go to do individual stuff, I would go off on my own, kick field goals or take, you know, take a couple of the injured guys to go shag footballs and you know, go get some work in for about an hour. And then we'd call her a day. And that then that's pretty, <laughs> yeah, pretty nice. And then Thursday when they did the special team stuff, that was kind of, they bring you in and the first half of practice was special teams. So run through all your coverages run through everything and that's the only meeting i had over the week was uh thursdays so that was pretty nice um college it gets a little more involved at jamestown they ran everything kind of off of periods mm-hmm. so it was like a i can't remember how many periods it like a tw- set period length of like 24 periods like five minutes each um so they bring us up and then kind of they do individual stuff for the first eight-ish periods. So Jamestown kind of nice. They had a they had like a practice field um, up by the white room, and then the game field is separate. So the kickers we'd all go down to the game field, um, work on you know we go work on stuff, but a lot of it was just kind of us messing around because there's only there's only so many field goals you can hit before you can say we're done for the day. So we play field goal pig and stuff like that (laughs) and then at jamestown they'd run one special team group a day so like monday wednesday they'd run punt team tuesday they'd run uh, kickoff team and then like thursday friday they'd run the field goal and everything there so we'd have to kind of you know you have to time it you have to be back middle of the day and then after your um after we were done with kickoff or whatever we're doing for the day then we're kind of on our own after that we would help the team um we didn't have a ton of like student coaches at jamestown 
So the kickers, we would spot footballs for offense and defense drills. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. But overall, not too bad. I think we'd only kickers. We'd only have like one meeting a week, just kind of run through all the special teams, but that was pretty nice. Fall camp, super nice. You got yeah. guys up at six in the morning to go to meetings and all the kickers are sleeping until eight. Cause that's when breakfast is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, yeah. you know, everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, but um, a lot of people think that going to college and playing sports is fun, which of course it is, mm-hmm. but there's also a lot of work to it. Kind of, can you tell us like how you manage school and doing your workouts and everything like sure. that? So they, the way Jamestown set everything up, it was kind of nice where practices were in the afternoon. I know a lot of the big colleges do practice in the morning and stuff. Um, so during season, they do a lift in the morning twice a week, and then you'd have practice in the afternoon, and then all the classes get stuffed in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then during off season, obviously, you're just lifting. So it'd be like morning lifts, kind of early morning lifts and some team stuff in the day and meetings and whatnot, but there, it can, it gets to be a stretch sometimes, especially as you get towards the end of the semesters and um, finals and midterms and things like that. Luckily football schedule wise for us was nice where we were done with football by the time, you know, by the time finals is done. Yeah. But yeah, there's a few of those, like I, for whatever reason, got stuck in a lot of 8am classes. So I had 6 a.m. lift and then turn around and go to 8 a.m. classes all sweaty and get, that was kind of gross, but uh, <laughs> well, that, that was the nice part. I was a business major and business majors at this, the stereotype of lazy business majors is absolutely true. There's not a lot of, not a lot of homework <laughs> and projects. I think I, I think I had more work. I was a music minor. I think I put more work into my music minor than I did my business major. Yeah. So, so you mentioned that you did both band and choir in college. So how was that for you? Cause I tried doing choir in college and did not do well. I did one semester and I was like, I'm out of here. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it's a commitment, but I, it, you know, choir was nice cause it was noon every day. So it's, you know, middle of the day. I got to that, every, you know, five days a week. Band was kind of tough during the football season. I'd only make it to the Monday rehearsals because Monday were Monday practices for Jamestown. They didn't do anything with special teams. So I didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got Monday practices in and then until the season was done, I was just doing one day a week. Um, but it was, it was a lot of outside practice on your own. I, I took tuba lessons for my minor. So I got a lot of practice in that and ended up doing a recital and, um, but it, you know, it get, get to be kind of time consuming. Uh, luckily too, the, we did, uh, choir does a tour every year and then band did tours every year. Choir tours were over spring break and band tours were in the summer. So I was able to get on all those, didn't have to miss anything. Oh, awesome. So where'd you go for those? So choir, I didn't get into choir or I didn't know I could do choir until my second semester. So I joined in in January, my freshman year. Um, but we went, like Canada so we went up to like Calgary and British Columbia and then kind of back actually went to Billings wow oh, really <laughs> yeah uh, and then sophomore year we went hmm, where did we go sophomore year 
East Coast. So we went like, we got on a bus and drove all the way to New Hampshire. So that was kind of fun. Mm. Yeah. And we did one tour kind of like Midwest, went down to like Missouri and kind of through Chicago and Wisconsin and back. And then senior year, we went to Italy. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it was super sweet. And then band, uh, I only did two band tours. But we, one, we went to Scotland and Ireland my sophomore year. And then um, we did like a Montana tour the next year. It was pretty cool. Oh, that's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. And then you get to see a different country too. Oh, absolutely. That was the coolest. My brothers are, I got one brother went to St. Olaf. He was a music major and he got, they got to go everywhere, man. They went to Australia, New Zealand and went to Norway one year. My youngest brother's going to Concordia. They're going to Spain. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so I guess, what do I want to say here? Okay. Yes. <laughs> so obviously when you first start kicking, you aren't out there kicking 45 yard field goals right off the bat. So what did you do to get your leg strength up to where you were able to kick the 45, 47, 50 yard field goals? Leg strength. Yeah. It's kind of one of those, it's not as much leg strength as it is precision and form. Like it's a lot of doing the same thing. Well, hitting the ball in the right spot and then just letting your, you know, your strength grow from there. Um, I was blessed with giant thighs so I could kick a long way. So <laughs> it was, for me, it was more working on form. I look like, I look back on the, my dad's got a bunch of videos on his iPhone from my freshman year and good God, my form is awful. <laughs> so kind of starting sophomore year, Bailey Leyenbauer was the kicker. Um, he was a senior and I was a sophomore. He really took me under his wing and kind of showed me, especially field goal form, kind of how to, how to do everything well there, like kind of, you know, oil that down, make everything tighter. And then I started going to kicking camps my sophomore year. So oh, I went wow. to, yeah, I went to um, Seattle and then we were saw Seattle sophomore year and then down to Phoenix a couple times. So neat. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, some really, really good coaching. I went through Coles. There's a couple um, companies Coles is one of the big ones they do like the Under Armour All-American game and stuff and they rank kickers and punters and long snappers and that was kind of cool getting to go down and hang out with the guys that are going to huge giant high schools getting <laughs> recruited by big colleges and stuff and um, here you I, are from Billings Montana <laughs> yeah I, I was from yeah I think I was the only guy from Montana Wyoming Dakotas at those camps um, really? at those, that was pretty cool uh, won a couple competitions. I won a kickoff competition at Seattle and a field goal competition in uh, Phoenix. So I got invited to the, um, I got they did like a showcase camp middle of the summer. I got invited to that, but ended up not being able to go because I was doing some band, or I did a band tour over to Europe uh, before senior year of high school. So I missed out on that, but still pretty cool. That's awesome. It's one of those freaks awesome. out. I'd never met a guy that was just a long snapper until that point. Uh huh. Got super lucky. Kind of the Phoenix camp, they had the number two long snapper in the country and the number five long snapper in the country. And those guys were unreal. <laughs> well, yeah, because at West, weren't a lot of our long snappers just linemen, basically? 
basically I Jason Baker did it uh saw my sophomore and junior year oh so he was like a wide receiver in corner wasn't he yeah he was like a, yeah like a running back wide receiver kind of thing he was yeah cool. he was really good I can't remember who did it senior year. I think Jared Altrogi did it senior year but he's I, yeah, like, we I don't have long yeah. snappers <laughs> no I, yeah I didn't even have one at Jamestown and really I, a couple guys they kind of rotate it through and um, some years it was better than others. Like my freshman year, we had a guy that was really, really good. And then it kind of, it, it dips off after a while where you're not getting consistent. I ended up having to punt my junior year. <laughs> really? They like, they said they were going to sign a punter and showed up to fall camp and there's no punter. So I guess I have to punt now. And first <laughs> ever, my first ever punt, uh, my long snapper sent it six feet over my head for a safety. Oh boy. <laughs> so that was a fun one. Well, and then by that point, you had you hadn't punted in like what five six years. Yeah, I hadn't punted since I was a sophomore in high school. Uh, so that was kind of fun having to relearn how to punt real quick. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Yeah, look, we did a lot of. Luckily, we did a lot of rugby punts, so I got I was pretty oh, good. That's at that. not bad. No, I I think I I think I still averaged about forty a punt and led the conference in punts inside the twenty. I made all conference and. Uh, yeah, one of the, I, the one of the best games I ever played in college was against Waldorf, and I had five or six punts inside the five. Wow! Just, just you know, just kind of dropping them in there. It was a lot of that was a lot of fun. I got National Player of the Week for that one. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So I have to ask: a lot of punters do that rugby style. Yeah. What's the advantage of that? So. Kind of the advantage of that is it's a low driven ball. So when it hits the ground, it just bounces and rolls and you get a good forward roll. Um, And a lot of returners, if they know what, you know, if they, if they're not confident in grabbing that ball off the first hop, they'll let it roll past them and you get an extra, you know, 10, 15 yards out of it. Or if they do catch it, they're catching it on a line drive and your return, your coverage team is there. Mm -hmm. That was nice. I, I, a lot of guys coming over, especially like the big colleges, they're getting Australians left and right. And that rugby style is close to what they're kicking. You know, Aussie rules football and whatnot. So yeah, that's a natural movement. They're just going to get out and hit nukes. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So your family has been a huge support for you. I mean, I know your mom and dad, right? Yeah. Almost every football game, every choir concert, every band concert. Mm-hmm. What was it like to have their support through everything? Uh, amazing. Um, my dad went to every single varsity game I played, home or away. Um, he missed my aunt's funeral to go to a football game. So, like, <laughs> I didn't, it was amazing. Kind of one of those, you get, with, you get done with the game, and then you get to go, you know, go see my dad. My dad's been here watching. He took video of everything. It was, that was always super cool. And then, Got to college. That was kind of the first, you know, couple, couple years where they only get, they only got out to one or two games. Um, I'd get one of them. They, one or two would come out for homecoming or, you know, my grandparents would come out for homecoming and then they'd go watch our game at Dickinson because Dickinson was the closest. Yeah. um, That was pretty cool. But it's one of those, my dad watched all my college games online and he'd call me after they were done and super cool. Um, and then concerts too. You know, my parents went to every concert. So 
Yeah. No, so, they're always, they're uh, great people, both of them. So, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Those. So, who was your role model growing up for football? And then just in general, personally, too. Sure. Uh, football wise, I don't know, because I really didn't watch a ton of football until I got into high school. Um, I mean, you, you look up to the great, you know, the, the really, you know, great kickers, you know, for me, it was like, obviously, uh, Adam Vinatieri, you know, you got to watch the mm-hmm. goat when he's playing, um, Phil Dawson, when he was playing for the 49ers was absolutely yeah. lights out. So there's a few of those guys. I just love, you know, love watching, love watching those guys. Um, Pat McAfee, obviously a <laughs> I'm a huge fan of him now, but I was a big fan back then. Actually, the Coles camps I went to, they would show the film because a lot of those guys train with Jamie Cole and the guys there. So they have their films. So they'd show like, here's Pat McAfee kicking a 75-yard field goal, you know, like watch his form. So it was kind of one of those guys like, I should watch that guy kick mm-hmm. off. And they showed, us, they showed us video of Marquette King. He used to be the Raiders punter. Yeah. <laughs> absolute monster leg horrible form yep <laughs> so they're like they show is like watch what marquette does terrible form don't do it but watch him hit these giant you know giant punts and everything yeah um so that was kind of my my football role models um as far as kickers go i used to you know i used to love watching the niners guys play you know frank gore patrick willis i'm a big niners fan i'm sorry uh, no i'm just kidding <laughs> they made the playoffs they did, uh, yeah. On the back of kicker punter Robbie Gold. That is true. Yes. But yeah, you know, it was kind of those guys, you know, the Niners sucked absolute, you know, absolutely everything when I was younger. So it didn't mm-hmm. super exciting, but they're kind of up and down now. Um, and as far as you know, in, uh, real life, real life role models, I think my grandpa's and my dad, you know, do the easy answer, but kind of those guys are they were everything, you know, they showed, showed you how to be a man and kind of showed you um, how things work and whatnot. So I think those guys are my, my biggest role models. Yeah, definitely. And um, so my next question is if you were able to go back and talk to high school grant, what would you tell him now? Oh God. I would tell him push the recruiting process out. Um, as far as football goes, I committed to Jamestown in October, like super, super early. Um, and it's one of those where now I, I, yes, I see how kickers get recruited and a lot of those guys don't sign until signing day or way later. I'd have held out for a while, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I wish anything changed. I love, you know, love went to Jamestown. I love that college, met my wife there. Um, wouldn't change anything about that, but, you know, hang out, let that recruiting, you know, let the recruiting be a little bit longer. That it was a lot of fun um, talking to coaches across the country and kind of getting into all that. That was pretty cool. No, for sure. So into the recruiting process thing, what Mm -hmm. would your, or what would your advice be to say a 16, 17, 18 year old that's Mm -hmm. wanting to be recruited to college for the next level? Yeah, absolutely. Get your name out there and get talking to coaches. Um, Kind of the best, the best thing I did was straight up emailing coaches, be really annoying, make sure they know your name and 
kind of, I, I think I sent about, I, I probably sent an email to Montana and Montana state's coaches about every three days. Wow. And then I, I had a recruiting, like sign up for like a recruiting service, which I, and I don't know how well it worked, but it got a lot of eyes on me. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of division three and NAI schools use those. So um, yeah, I do that and just kind of keep plugging away at it. Actually, I left, I got done with Jamestown. I left the, I graduated early, so I still had a year of eligibility left. So when I was looking at going into my master's, I was emailing colleges. I was applying for my master's to like, Hey, let me come play football. Yeah. Yeah. Montana didn't even email me back. Um, and then when I got accepted, I got my master's at Colorado state. When I got accepted. I emailed them. They actually emailed me back. <laughs> They're like, well, you could come try out if you want, but the coach was really nice. He's like, well, I'm going to be honest with you. We have a Ray guy finalist punter and, you know, a three-year starter at kicker. So you're not oh, going to see, yeah. you know, Colorado State, Ryan Stonehouse, he's one of like two guys on that team that might get drafted this year. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. That's pretty tough competition for anybody to get cracked yeah, into. Especially a guy who hasn't kicked a football in earnest in three years. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Hey, I want to thank you so much for doing this and coming on. And Thanks for having me. Yeah. Anytime. Great to catch up. Yeah. Anytime you want, man. <laughs> All right. 